cool. So tonight, everyone say tonight. Tonight. Has everyone got a, a notepad or something? Notepad, notes, yes? So what we're doing today is a panel on worship. Everyone say worship. So, but before we do that, Carl and then Carlos will make that clear for us as well. But we're just going to go to the screens and quickly watch a video. Then from that, we're going to do our panel. Is that cool? Sweet. So let's go to those screens and we'll watch this. And I know that each church has its own worship style, you know, which is cool. Some people are more expressive in worship, some people more subtle, and it's all good. Um, I go to a church that's pretty expressive in worship. It's, um, it's a hand-raising church. That's what it is, right? That's what, you know. Anybody here go to a hand-raising church? Anybody here? Sweet. Who here does not go to a hand-raising church? <laughs> Some of you are trying. You're like, I can't. I want to. I need to get some momentum. Totally cool. But hey, if you're not used to going to a hand-raising church, you want to go and join us, feel free to join us, but don't feel like you've got to join right in, okay? Start slow. we got a lot of different hand-raises that we use. We actually have names for our hand-raises. So I'm going to walk you through real quick, okay, what they are, just to let you know. Say you're at my church, music is rocking, start slow, hands in the pockets, little elbow flap, you're fine. Very subtle. Get warmed up. Get your heart rate up. When you're warmed up, start with the first one. Ready? Carry the TV. Carry the TV. That's our first one. Very subtle. Go to big screen. Big screen, a little wider. Next one's my fish was this big. My fish was this big. If you're a liar, you can go out there. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Jesus loves you. Grace. Next one's hold my baby. Hold my baby. Got dueling light bulbs. That's our next one, dueling light bulbs. Got goalpost. Everybody knows goalpost. Throwing a heartburn. A lot of people like to do heartburn. Double heartburn, right back to goalpost. What's my favorite? Mufasa. Mufasa, that's my favorite. The circle of life. Tim, can you go higher? Yes, you can. You can take one hand, go a bunch of different stuff. Pointer, hatchet, schoolroom. Release the doves, give the Lord a high five. Press it out. A lot of women like to wash the window. Wash the window. And when you're comfortable there, go for the big three. Village people, Rocky, touchdown. There you go, there's your big three. So, who's ever seen multiple hand-raising techniques? Who does some of them here? But see, I love, I think doing this panel on worship will be interesting because it's, I think with music, everyone likes some kind of music. It connects everyone. And I've got this here. Um, I believe worship or music connects all people and it's a language that everyone speaks. So we might, someone might speak French, someone might speak Italian, someone might speak English. But worship is the one thing, music is one language that everyone speaks the same. And so I think it's just so cool how as we are one heart church, as we as one youth, that's the one thing that makes us one together is worship. And so I thought that video was a cool, funny video to um, start things off. But what we're going to quickly do now is I'm going to pray that God speaks to us and through us. And then we're going to do another cool game. Is that cool? So let's just bow our heads whatever and we'll just believe that God's going to move. God, we right now thank you for, uh, your, for your awesomeness, for your glory and your splendor. 
We thank you for worship and what it does. We just pray that we get insight, we have revelation, and that we leave this place with a bigger understanding on worship and even leaving this place with more encouragement and challenge to go, you know what, we're going to not, we're not going to waste the times that we worship, but we're going to make time to worship and we're going to connect to you, Jesus, in a way that Holy Spirit changes our lives that will never be the same. And everyone said, amen. So right now, Amy is going to have a bag of goodies for us. We're going to grab a goodie and we're going to name what it is and then say how that relates to worship. So here we are. This is our <laughs> no, you got it. You chose it. All right, Charlotte, what have you got and how does that relate to worship? I think it's a dead top part. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, it's... Um, can I pretend this is real? Yeah. Okay, so a plant grows, right? Yep. So this is like us. Uh-huh. God is our soil and we're the plant. Amen. When we Great. listen to God's word, we grow. So that's it. Great job. All right, Carmel, what, what have you got in your bag of goodies? Pin. Oh. <laughs> what do you got, Carmel? I believe it's a shoe. Okay. Okay. Um, let's just let me let the Holy Spirit just. I'm waiting for something. <laughs> How does that relate to worship? Okay. 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 okay I got okay, revelations okay. coming out of everywhere for that. Okay, 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 okay. When I go, go, go. When when we worship, that's all I've got so far. When we worship. <laughs> like dancing, jumping. Come on, there's there's gotta be stuff that you got there. Uh, I'll, I'll do this. Okay, yeah, so for the shoe, I believe just like your feet, our feet are an instrument of our worship. When we jump, when we praise, when we dance, when we let our feet go wild, we're just letting God have the best praise we can with our feet. Boom. Come on, somebody. All right, hit me up, Amy. No, I, I did it because Carmel didn't know what she was doing. I don't think you No. Cups. This is, this is a good one. So cups, see I've got two cups here, two cups. So I believe when we worship, God will reveal to us stuff, dreams, revelations, insights to things that we never believed could happen before, but he just doesn't want to do a small amount. He wants to reveal to us double, the, oh, I can't open up these cups now, double. He wants to give us more than one. And so I, whatever God, I could have an imagine, oh God, I want a job. In worship, I believe God can speak to me and go anywhere. You know what, Josh? You're not going to get a job. You're going to have a double job. Or, or yeah, sweet. Great revelation. That, was that interesting? Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> there you go, Jasmine. Church. So, basically, um, I believe in, we live in Australia, especially in a very blessed nation in regards to worship. I believe that um, when you see music worship around the world, Australia is really leading the way in a lot of worship songs and stuff like that. But I also believe we live in one of the most blessed generations as well. You go into iTunes, any kind of music situation, and there's just stacks and stacks of cool, good new music Christian-wise coming out, out of the clock where before in 10 years ago was not like what there is today. And so with that, um, Psalms 149.1, say that. Psalms 149.1 says this, Sing a new song to the Lord, Sing his praises in the assembly of the faithful. So it says, sing a new song, um, sing his praises 
in the assembly of the faithful. Uh, of the faithful. Now, the ACC, the denomination we're part of, used to be called the Assemblies of God. They just changed their name. And so we, it, the Bible there talks about singing a new song to the Lord in us as a church. So it talks about Psalms 43 says this. Uh, he has uh, given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to God. Psalms um, 145. And so basically for those who are there, though, we've got to sing a new song to God. That's what the Bible talks about, singing a new song. Say, sing a new song. So we've got to sing a new song to God. Um, Psalms 145.4 in the New King James Version, say New King James Version, says, One generation shall praise your works to another generation. And so as a youth ministry, I believe our job is when, when we have New Year 7s coming in, our job is to teach, in, to teach them how to praise God. Because we're going to say, God's good in my life, and we're going to teach you how to see how God's good in your life. Because that's the basic things of worship. And so, um, but with that, I'm going to ask a question, Charlotte, what is your favourite worship praise song? Ooh. Whether it's of all time or currently, what's your favourite? Oh, I don't know, that's hard. You don't know? Um, I think Sings My Soul, not the oh, one yeah. that we just played, but another yeah. one. Yeah, like that old, that like, that hymn sounding one. Whoa. Yeah, that okay, yeah, good. it's cool. All right, Carmel. What, what's your favourite song? My favourite worship song of all time, I think, is Nothing But The Blood. I just love that one. Nothing but the like, do you like the real like spruced up me. versions or like the real old school? Fun? Like the real old school ones or like the nice, cool, modern sounding ones? I like, I've got to say, I, I have an appreciation for the hymns. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> for me, um, if I was to tell you what's a fast Jesus song I like, I, my list is too big. I just don't have a favourite. I just have like, playlist of good ones but of worship songs currently my favorite one of just at the moment would be a planet shaker song called um i think it's here with me i think something like that but then the bridge of it goes um there's nothing like your presence like whoa there's nothing like and man i just like god's in the room god's in my ipod when that song plays i just love that one so much but that's cool so that um so basically, Charlotte, what, what do you do in regards to worship at church, youth? What do you do? I play the piano. Sweet. Great. Yeah. Carmel, what do you do? I play bass. You play uh, bass, bass guitar. Awesome. And I used to play bass. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> I used to play bass. <laughs> now, what do I do? I just, I, I, I lead the way on the, in the pits. <laughs> so, um... Uh, Psalms 33, 3 says this, sing a new song of praise to him, play skillfully. And I like that, play skillfully. Then 2 Chronicles 34, 12 says this, all of whom were skilled musicians. And so I believe being part of worship is a thing of, it's a skill and it's about doing our best, right? You'd agree with that, you guys? Yep. And so um, I, when I used to worship, when I used to play bass at church, I, would make sh- I wouldn't try to have music in front of me, sheet music, I would practice all the songs off by heart so that if things were to change, I would be giving my best because I knew how the song went. And so then things I like, so in Leviticus th- um, 23, 18, it talks about like sacrificing so that like back in the day, you'd get a cow or something or a sheep and you'd sacrifice as worship and it'd be a, a pleasing aroma um, to God. And, but it would always be, uh, get a sheep with no defects. So we can easily go, oh, here, God, here's my cow with a missing leg. We'll sacrifice that. But God's like, no, you've got to give your best. And so one thing that God spoke to me about when it's regarding to worship and stuff like that when I was in the music team was don't give God a bung sacrifice. 
And so like, I, I could easily go, oh, yep, I'll just, I'll just give out and do half hard. But no, God spoke to me so clearly. You know what? A skilled worshiper will give the best he's got and not just a bunged thing. And so I just think, for those of the, you that might go, oh, I want to have the, I want to be involved in music and worship, whatever that could be is, we've got to give, be a, give a pleasing aroma to God and not just to some bunged up animal. But then Hebrews, and this, I'm saying all that to say this, Hebrews 13, 15 talks about offering a sacrifice of praise to God. And so we can so often, you know, I don't know if you have the same feeling sometimes, we can be in church and we can have worship and just go like, I don't feel like praising Jesus. Life's horrible, my grandfather died or... I got dumped by my boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever it could be, or I went to the supermarket and my favorite chocolate was sold out. We can have these times where we can just have these things in our life and we just go, life is not fun. But I believe that, as it says in Hebrews 13, 13, 15, we've got to bring a sacrifice of praise that we go, you know what, I'm going to praise anyway. And just like I was talking about how it talks about in like Leviticus and all those old books of Bible about giving sacrifices to God, We've got to go, you know what, we're not going to give a bunged worship here. We're going to go all in. We're going to do everything that we can to be able to connect to God and worship him. Is that cool? Is that making sense? But we're going to go to a quick funny thing. We're going to share some funny stories of worship moments that we've ever had. Charlotte, do you have any funny stories about worship or things from your childhood? I do. Well, it's not from my childhood, but yeah. it was when I was playing the piano once. So starting, it's like you start with two praise songs. So I was starting and I couldn't hear myself in the fold back. And I was like, what's going on here? I can't hear myself play. So like, I'm on stage and I'm pretending to play. And halfway through the second song, I realized that I hadn't turned my sound up. <laughs> so I was like pretending to play and everyone's like, couldn't hear me. And like Beth's like looking at me and I was like, what do you want me to do? I don't know what I'm doing wrong. That's, that's what happens. Carmel, do you have any uh, funny stories of... I have a quite embarrassing one. Like, I, yeah. thought I, was, I thought I was pretty cool. I thought I was, when I was like 13, I want to say. I might have been older. There's this really, really cool song that came out and we started to learn it at church. And I was like, yes. And at music practice, I'm like, oh, mum, I've got to be able to sing this at church. And so mum was leading the music team at the time. So I was like, oh, yeah, can I like sing? And I'll get the whole church like fired up, man. I know how to do this. It's a pretty embarrassing story, guys. And um, so I was allowed to sing, but because I just wanted to jump around on the stage. So I got a microphone and Josh was doing the sound. And I got up there with my microphone and my microphone was turned off and so I just got to stand there and jump and pretend to sing this one song. It was alive. You are alive. And Calvin just gone crazy. That was so yeah, good. It was awesome. <laughs> I remember. I was pretty passionate about my praise, guys. I remember. I remember this one time at a. a it was like. It's what one youth is going to look like in the future. Uh, that it was like a camp with hundreds of kids there as a Christian camp. And so we're praising Jesus in one of the fast songs. It could have been alive as well, possibly. And I remember Carmel fell over in the mosh pit. That was running. That was running. That was running. So he remembers that song from his song, We Are yeah. Running. And so it was kind of like if you've ever sang um, What's Up, Majesty, like you know the actors of Majesty, they'll go like, Every tribe and tongue. And then it's like, Every land. And so it was like that thing. But with running, they'll run up and down the front of this stage. And Carmel somehow fell over. And then she went to get up and people were stepping on her hair. <laughs> and so she's like, Ah! It's just like, she's like pulling her hair out because we were stomping on her hair and she's. But I had like five people on me. Some of, 
I'll, I'm going to share some funny stories now. I think Mariah will be quite similar to this. But some of the funny stories I remember as a kid is, so as a kid, who knows you can't read? Who knows what I'm talking about? You can't read. So for youth, we can have words on the back screen because we can read the words. But as a kid at church, I just had to sing to what I thought I could hear. And so I've just got a few examples here of what the real lyric was and what the lyric I thought it was and used to sing incorrectly. So, um, um, so Planet... These are both Planet Shaker songs. They're, not, they're like Planet Shakers more than anyone else, but just these are the songs that I seem to mis, misinterpret. So there's one song um, called Praise Him. And so I don't know if you've heard that one, but it's like that, looking out my windows. That was that song. But it, this is the lyric. It, the real lyric was, praise him, let all men know Jesus is alive. So it's like, praise him, um, let all men know that Jesus Christ, he is alive. That's how it's meant to go. And this was my lyric. Praise him, let all men know <laughs> Jesus. So instead of saying let all men know, others LMNO. But that was the first one that I used to sing wrong. The second one was another Planet Shaker song, and it was called What You've Done for Me. And the real lyric was In the darkest night, you call my name, beckon me to come. Let me hear your voice day by day. You're the holy one. And so, beckon, we know what beckon is like, come over here. That's what beckon is. And so it was literally saying, like, um, let me hear your voice. Uh, Right, in the darkest night, you call my name, beckon me to come. So it's like beckon, come, same sort of thing. I, not understanding what the word beckon was, as a kid, and this was a lyric in my head, in the darkest night, you call my name, beck, the person, and me to come. And so I'd always be, every time I was singing it, every time I was, because then at the church, the keyboard player quite often was a person called Beck. And so I'm thinking, my question in my head was always like, who is Beck? And is it the keyboard player? And why is God calling me in Beck? Like, what about, what if she's not here? Like, and that was my head. I'm thinking, you call Beck and me to come. Like, what? I mean, what about this person? What about that person? Like, and so that was just my head. So I was like, but hopefully those stories are funny because worship can be funny and just like we saw the video before. But with that, Charlotte, what is something biblical that you just love about worship that helps you or encourages you? Far away. Far away. Hit me with your best stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Hit me with your best stuff. Before this goes to a lip sync battle. Um, well, there's always one verse that I go back to. I think it's in James 4 verse 8. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Come so on. So for me personally, think him. it might be for people that they put their hands up or they pray to God. But for me, it's it's standing up at that piano and playing to people and playing to God. Come on. Come on. What is something that encourages you with worship? Something that really encourages me is from Acts 16, 16. Um, and it was about Paul and Silas, and whoever's going to read it, I'll just read it a little bit. And it's um, at about, so Paul and Silas had just been arrested, I said a little while ago, um, at about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prisoners' doors flew open, and every every chain came loose. Come on! Jailers, jailers woke up and saw the prison doors were open and drew their swords, and was about to kill himself because the, okay, that's irrelevant. <laughs> um, 
So pretty much, I love that. I love that one about worship because there's just these two guys in prison in one of the worst situations, just worshiping God. That's one like that's one thing I found like really powerful. Like you can praise no matter where you are. Come on, come on. No one can take away your voice. No one can take away your actions or where your heart is. That that's always going to be there. You're always going to be able to praise. That's one thing I like about it. Um, so yeah, you can always praise, and by your praising, you can not only set yourself free, but you can set other Ooh. people's freedom break their chains. So that's one thing I like about being on stage because um, it doesn't come then, like, it, it's about me and God, but then I also have the, a chance to help other people break their chains that's as well. That's so good. That's one thing I like about worship because it's, like, another way, not just about yourself. It's also helping other people as come well. Come on. Um, and it's not, like, a physical sense. Like, I don't expect when I'm worshipping for an actual earthquake to come and mm. be released from the prison in Wellington. Like, I don't expect that to happen, but, like... <laughs> Spiritually. That's so good. Spiritually. So, so you would say that we, you believe that in worship here, just by, say, me and Sean praising Jesus, someone else could be watching us and have, like, a physical healing or, like, a depression do or something it. leave them. Why do it? Come on. Who believes for that? And so, yeah. if that? So if two people at midnight are praying, I reckon praying or praising, singing hymns, if we have 30 of us singing to Jesus... We we got to expect and believe for for things to go crazy. But yeah. me, something that God really encourages me with worship, that pretty much jumps off the back of Charlotte and Carmel, and it's in one Samuel ten five six. So say one Samuel ten five six, and it says this. So this is um, Samuel was speaking to a guy called King Saul before he was king, and uh, this is what he tells him. So this will make sense for that. When you arrive at Gibeth of Gad, Gad, God, where the garrison of the Philistines is located, you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the place of worship. They will be playing a harp, a tambourine, a flute, and a lyre, and they will be prophesying. Who believes we should bring back the flute at youth or a harp? Imagine that. Let's go Amen. old school worship. <laughs> but so we see there there's a band. They're, just like we can have guitarists and drums and all that at youth, that they had their equivalent of those awesome music, music instruments of back then. But at that time, and so then it said, they were prophesying, and at the time, the Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be changed into a different person. And if you continue reading on in that chapter, Saul sees these guys worshipping God, and then he changes because of what they're doing. And I believe so much for our youth ministry, we're going to be a place where we're going, you know, we're going to worship to Jesus so much in a way that people are going to come in and they're going to change. Just like what Carmel said, and there's so many biblical examples of that, and we've got to believe that for our worship. that We're, going to, we're not just worshipping for us to God, but we're worshipping because others around us, we're going to get set mm. free because of that. Mm. But, um, and to finish off, we've got a minute. I'm going to quickly talk about some postures of worship. Say postures, postures. of worship. So kind of like what old mate Tim was saying at the start, but some biblical examples. So, for example, we can be we can be like jumping and, and all that stuff. And some people can criticize us and go, oh, that's just Pentecostal. Um, you just are loud because that's Pentecostal. Or, or you just jump around because that's Pentecostal. But I want to give us some biblical examples how it's not Pentecostal, it's biblical. And some say biblical. And so we obviously, as Christians, we want to live by what the Word of God says. And so we want to worship the way the Word of God tells us to worship. Is that cool? So here's some quick ones. Psalms 33 verse 3 says this. Sing us, uh, no, wait, we've talked about that before. Let me get to the proper part of my notes. Um, so, dance. 
Everyone say dance. Dance. 2 Samuel 6, 14 says, David danced before the Lord with all his might. Now, we got to be able to dance with all our might. So I don't know what that looks like, whether you're going to be dancing on your hands or something and having your legs up in the air. I don't know, but we got to dance with all our might, with all of our being. Amen. That's not knowing this bunged, oh, I'm going to give a half heart. You know, when we praise God, we've got to do it with all our might. So we've got to dance because that's biblical, yeah? Next one, raise hands. Can anyone say, say, raise hands? Do it with action, speak loud on the words. Raise hands. So Psalms 28.2 says this, Listen to my prayer as I lift my hands. So Bible, lift, we lift our hands. Ezra 9.5, I fell to my knees, so sometimes we can fall to our knees, and lifted my hands to the Lord my God. We lift our hands. Another one, 1 Timothy 2.8, In every place of worship, I want humans to pray with holy hands lifted up to God. So holy hands. And so what we, that's a whole other message about what holy hands are. But we've got to give our, our holy hands to God. Not our lying fish, our normal fish. But we've got to be able to give out, raise our hands to God because that's an act of biblical worship. Cool? Another one, clap hands. Can everyone clap their hands? So it says here, Psalms 41.7, come, everyone. So that's not just the person up the front. That's just not the singer on the stage. Come, everyone. Say one heart. One heart. Say one youth. One team, one youth, everyone clap your hands. Everyone clap your hands. That's a biblical thing. Unity. So clap. <laughs> and so then it says, everyone clap your hands, shout to God. Everyone say, shout. shout. Say, shout. shout. With a shout. 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 There we go. To God with joyful praise. And so I think that one verse to finish up on has a really big thing. Clap your hands. Shout to God with joyful praise. And for all of those things, we could give you hundreds of verses literally about shouting to God, clapping your hands, sing a new song, um, have joyful praise. But that's what the, our worship should look like. We should be joyful. We should be shouting. And we should be clapping our hands, everyone. And so there's some things there about worship to encourage you. You know what? When we worship, let's not waste it because that could be someone else's breakthrough just missed out because we didn't give a full full worship to God. And at last few weeks ago, who remembered prayer till midnight? I, I don't know about you, but for me, as a youth pastor, when we just had Sam playing the guitar, I haven't felt the presence of God so thick where it was just everyone going, you know what, we're just worshipping God. There's no light distraction, but it was just a pure thing of going, well, we're going to worship God. And so I want to encourage you, never ever miss the opportunity to worship God because you can get freed and other people can get freed. Is that cool? We're going to fin- yep. finish off in prayer. And that's all cool. God, we just right now thank you for that biblical examples of worship. God, we pray that we have biblical postures. May we be people that don't just go by what feels right, but may we go by what the Bible says and worship you with all our might. May we dance and dance with all our might. May we see other people break through because we press into you in the darkest time of the night. And God, we just thank you that as we draw near to you, as Charlotte said, you will draw near to us. And we just thank you, God, that we're going to come to know you more and more as we just... Uh, position ourselves with you. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. That's so good. So we're going to welcome up um, Amy and Noah again, and they're going to go through some announcements, and then uh, they will direct us on.